Hello, everybody. Welcome to the On Your Mind podcast. We've got a special podcast episode here. Uh, the AFL draft is tomorrow. This is Monday, the 28th of November. Um, and the AFL drafts will be happening. Obviously, we're big on our AFL fantasy, us boys. So we thought we'd give you a little bit of an insight on what we thought for our teams, uh, for the league, and for a li- maybe a little bit of fantasy-wise and maybe some uh, insights into the teams for next year. So... Uh, I think, uh, Will, you've got a little bit for us before we uh, get into proceedings. Yeah, right. So, obviously, we know tomorrow night um, is your first 30 of the draft. Now, it's an interesting one because I don't think – I think there's a lot of talent in the draft. I think there's a few standouts, and then I'm pretty sure the rest of the field, to me, is pretty pretty even. Um, So, could could go from your top 10, I think, after that – could really go anyway whether someone gets picked at 11 or or 55 it's pretty pretty uh shared field from there so i've got a few for you i'm gonna start off with a best pickup so i mean let's be real it's it's actually talk at the moment that this guy could have a bit more impact than dacos after his first season and that was an unreal um season from him so i mean let's be real first pick up uh, best pickup's got to be Will Ashcroft. Uh, number two, North Melbourne will will pick him up, I reckon, and Brisbane will match it. And there you go, Will Ashcroft's a lion. Uh, follow his father's footsteps. So that'll be an interesting one. What do we got as Tobe? Henry, you guys got a best pick? Uh, uh, well, yeah, you can go, Henry. You can go. Mine's, well, mine's quick. Just same same as Will. Um, yeah, Will Ashcroft. Just like his highlights are insane. And um, they've compared him to Sam Walsh. And yeah. I highly, highly agree with that. He he looks all class and looks like he will be able to fit straight in at the Lions. Quick question on that one. Do we reckon he's going to play a bit of wing? What do you reckon? I reckon he's going to play a bit of half forward. He might go through on ball a little bit with a bit of rotation with Josh Dunkley. I reckon wing. I think he's all outside, yeah. Wing? Yeah. I like it. All right. Times? Um, well, I, the obvious one is Will Ashcroft. Um as but that seems to be a little bit too um obvious. My other one would be probably George Wardlaw. Um, I'm on that going to North Melbourne, pick two or three, whether that's one of those two. Um, so yeah, that, that's he's mine. Love it. So next one, I've got a bolter. So someone that'll go a bit earlier than everyone else expects. Now, I've gone for one that I've actually seen a fair bit down here in SA over the last year. Um, played a few games against um, my younger brother's team. So I've seen a little bit of him and he's, he's just someone that just racks up pill. No matter what it is, he just finds the footy. Billy Dowling from the North Adelaide footy club. Especially just with the finds teammates. The footy. Especially with the teammates I, he had as well. Yeah. And I remember sitting there watching a PAC St. Peter's um, intercol game and in a losing team and PAC, um, as in Prince Alfred College, absolutely destroyed St. Peter's. And um, I still believe Billy Dowling had, I think, 44 and kicked a goal. So that's just unbelievable. And he's also had a game during the season at North Adelaide, 48. If, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was 44 or 48, and he kicked four as well, four goal two. Yeah, he 44 so, and four, I think. There you go. So he um, he is a bolter for me. I reckon very underrated and might go a bit earlier than other people think. Yeah. You got on what have we got? Yeah, well, I'm uh, staying close to home as well. Uh, Isaac Keeler. 
uh, from North Adelaide too. I think he's going to be a big jumper. Like, he's he's listed quite far down, and um, yeah, I've I've watched quite a few highlights of North Adelaide, obviously because uh, SNFL is the local league. I'm a state fan, but God, this guy can play. Like he's his good. athletic, his athleticism is outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like what Toby said. Um, sometimes like local boys, especially from Adelaide, they struggle to readjust moving into state. So that would probably be the only thing that would be um a concern. Like I don't know. Uh, Will spoke earlier off off recording and said that um I think Collingwood would be a great suit. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like he's that kind of bloke, but yeah, I mean, obviously um yeah, moving into state is going to be a big thing, especially coming straight out of junior league and yeah, all of that. So yeah. Tell what you got for us. Uh, so I'm I'm also staying in SA as I have watched a fair bit of uh, under 18s league footy. Um, in the Sanford mine is purely one of those stories where you play a good final series, you play a good grand final, and you go up the draft board. So I've gone for Archie Lovelock out of Glenelg. Um, that grand final he played um, in the under 18s. That uh, second half. Oh, Second half, he pretty much won them the game in the third quarter for about the first five Single, minutes. Took, single-handedly took, took over, didn't he? Beat us. Took him, <laughs> took himself to, took himself, took the first centre bounce and put himself to half forward, kick two, and uh, went home with man of the match. So he's my uh, one to rise up the draft boards for me. Love that. All right, so I've got so this one important player in the future. So go to a club, settle in, take a bit of time to adjust and get used to it. And then in the future, be a key player for a team. Now, this name's already said by Henry. I think it is Keeler. So I think Isaac Keeler is a player that after time, he'll get to a club, he'll settle, um, whether that be Crows or a Melbourne team or even Port staying in Adelaide. I think he's a kid that after time, he'll get himself settled at the league at the level. And then he'll be a really important piece of the puzzle for whatever team he's at in the long run. Being that big forward that can take a grab, being a really athletic tall um, I believe he had one of the quickest tall times for agility test as well in the top, combine. So top five. there you go. So he's um he's a very agile tall as well. And I think his ability to move um at the in the forward half of the ground, but also give you spurts through the ruck as well and give you some run on ball as sort of that extra um midfielder is unreal. So I think Keeler's my important player in the future once he I'd settles down. I'd like to uh back you on there. I feel like it's whether he can adjust or not, because um, I feel like he'll be an interstate pick um, just due to the Crows trading their picks and Port Adelaide also trading majority of their picks yeah. as well. So my, um, I think his ceiling is maybe not to that level of terms of all-time greatness, but yeah, Lance Franklin impact once he's settled just can lead up the ground. He's listed as a ruck forward. I don't see him as a, uh, a ruckman. I see him as a lead-up centre-half forward. Like yeah, sort of. Just... I definitely think he can give you spurts on ball, but yeah. not not a pure ruckman. I think yeah. he's more of that forward that can at that times get on get yeah. on there. Henry, what have you got? I've actually got, and well, I've already said his name, but Will Ashroff. I just think there's a lot of pressure coming in to a club like Brisbane, especially with their success. Like they've been getting things right the last few years, been sorting it out. And especially coming in as a father-son pick, that's a lot of pressure on you. Um, and obviously, it's obvious that he's all class, but 
you know, AFL is a new level and is he going to be able to do it as well as uh, what the Dacos brothers did when they made their, when they had their first years, especially Nick last year. Like that was insane. And for someone to do that and even better again um, next, next year, like, he's got to do a lot to beat that. And I, I, I just feel like there is a lot of pressure on him because the field, there is quite quite a difference between the top the, the top few and then the rest of the field. And being being that high up and a lot of people having that much expectation of you, it can sometimes get the better of some people. So, Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, he's got a lot to live up to, but from what we've seen... Wow, he, yeah. he he can be something special, that's for sure. Mm. And the club he's going to too, he ain't going to a, a club towards the bottom. He's going to again a Premiership contender and yeah. Yeah, a well, very good good looking team. Yeah, well, and also like they've a few of their midfielders are getting old. Like Dane Zorko, Dane Zorko's getting old. Loggy Neal's getting on. I think um, this is a year for Brisbane. Yeah, it's this one well, or never. I reckon. Yeah, I think yeah, the, I, the ball I, movement of Ashcroft uh, is. And that uh, the versatility that Dunkley will um, bring to him is the thing that crosses the line from what they had to what they didn't have. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a very good pickup for Brisbane because, you know, bringing bring a player of his quality when a few of the others are getting older, it's good for transition to get their last few years, like to get some experience from them. Yeah. Um, and then when they go, he can take over. Yeah, exactly. My, my, my interesting one is... Uh... What's he going to do with the number? You know, Dad wore 10. He's a superstar 10. But you can't take that one off big Daniel Rich, can you? Yeah. Oh, nah. So be nah, it'll, it'll be a good one. Be yourself, son. Yeah. 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 I love that. All right. Tobes, you haven't given us your important player for your future. Um, Who's going to make the impact? So I was um, tossing up a couple here. Um, Throw give, them a, give us what you've got. So... My thing was with the comparisons in terms of the player, I got Jai Clark compared to uh, a Selwood type player that can uh, just be. He's not that. He's not your. He's not your quickest. He might be your toughest, but he might not be your toughest. He might not be your quickest, best ball mover. But he has that. Has that thing that's going to bring our team together. Uh, Max McElhaney, as well. I feel like Lord get, boy. yeah, get him settled. Him in the league final, coming off a. Uh, league premiership also helps. Um, if you get him settled off that half back, he could be a real damaging uh, player. And another one, um, my final one, which is similar to the uh, the Kilo. If you can get him settled and you can get him on the right track at a club, he'll be a gun. And that uh, Anthony Mankara. Don't mind that. Don't mind that. Yep. Nice. All right. So we'll quickly touch on. Picks, so clubs that have probably the better run in the draft. Now, I'm going to start us off and I'm going to say North Melbourne having picks 2, 3, 23, and 40. I'm going to go out on a limb here and the boys have already thrown me under the bus and said it's not happening. But I'm going to say if North Melbourne can be successful on their draft night (laughs) and get it right, and you can stop laughing, boys, because watch it happen. With a pickup of Griffin Logue, Alistair Clarkson, we've known what he's done before. He can show that he's a great coach. Toby, do you agree there? Uh, he is the greatest coach to ever grace this planet Earth, and he is the the god of football. Thank you. There you go. So with him in 
the head chair to get the team going. I'm going to say North Melbourne with a successful draft night, top eight finish in 2023. There you go. That's big call. Yeah, right. Um, you heard it first. On that. Oh, they're uh, paying a dollar oh five to be 15th or lower. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, suspended. I've heard. <laughs> no, I'll make a comment. Um, that is absolute fucking bullshit. Uh, <laughs> North Melbourne are unfixable, just like Carlton. So, no. I say a big no to top eight, even though Alistair Clarkson's obviously the god. Of oh, you've heard it first. You've heard it first from me in 2023, North Melbourne top eight. There it is. Oh, big is call. It? You've even got the uh, North Melbourne uh, headset on. <laughs> yeah, it's strategic, <laughs> mate. Um, pack a multi in there while we're at it. North Melbourne top eight, Brisbane Lions to win the flag. There you go. Big odds. All right. We're going to just check her on that one. All right. Do you want to... Um, Picks, what do you reckon? Who's got the... So I think North Melbourne have the best picks of the draft. They only have the four, but um, fairly decent spots to be able to put some some um, talented players into oh, their list for 2023 and beyond. So, Toby, who's, who's your team with the best picks in 2022 draft? Well, I may be biased, but... Um, oh, here we go. Bloody yeah. Hawthorne. I, I'm going to have to... I can't go by Hawthorne. We've set us up perfectly here. 624... 624, 41, 48, 50, 52, 63. Fresh coach, um, bunch of picks, six and 24, the important ones. Hopefully get someone with a fit like Shizu after using losing Gunston. Maybe another uh, rebounding halfback. If you want to get 15,000 of them like we already have, um, just add another one just to throw some people around there. But then you're, like, you're... Real quickly while you're there, real quickly while you're there, can you just read out your last three picks that Hawthorne have for me? Uh 50, 52, and 63. They will all be passed. I was going to say, so you're going to have three picks late that are going to be passed, so it doesn't so, matter. You've still got four picks. For, for, that might, for me, the, <laughs> four, the 41, 48, and 50, there's where you find your premiership winning players for 2026 when they win the flag. So you're only going to find two because they're going to pass. But that's all right. In 2026 when Hawthorne win the flag and... Um, North Melbourne come second in the grand final. The pick, One of the picks from the 2022 draft is... Norm Smith, we'll come back to this and I'll prove you're all wrong. So, thank you. I will be at episode 944 and forgotten about it by then. <laughs> all right. Henders, what do you got for us? Yeah, no, I'm of a similar opinion to Toby, I think. Yep, uh, Hawthorne's picks are good. Yeah. Um, you know, even though um, they do have a couple late picks, you know, no one really uses them unless they do see an actual good talent that they want at their club. Um, there, so I don't really think those picks are much of an issue. I I think their their early picks are good for them. Um, just they need t- someone to replace Tom Mitchell. No, James Warple comes t- back. James Warple comes back, gets a free midfield. He's back to his best. Here we go. That's like I don't mind that. That's a good call. Um, Omira moving to Fremantle does open that up for Warple to go. It's my my midfield with John Newcomb as well. Best and fairest. Best and fair. Best and fairest winner when Tom Mitchell wasn't there. Tom Mitchell comes back in. They play the same. So it's, you, you're losing play. You're taking player for player. You're just taking someone. Yeah, but it's to... pig. It's pig. You've lost pig, mate. Mitchell uh, is the pig, and I'll stick to this, and I said it in episode yeah. one. But I hate 40 touches. First picks. In, I hate 40 yeah. touches in three metres game. Like, go yeah. away. See, go I'll, away. I'll still sit <laughs> here. a 30-point loss. Go away. Here comes Cal, uh, Carl Amon. Is Carl Amon coming oh. out? You're going to give us the yet? Yeah. Carl Amon, best and fairest. He'll be top 10 in the Brownlow. Man loves him. 
He's, he's, best and fairest top. Is a happy man? This bloke, he's taking him from Port. Mitchell, he's gone. Mitchell, he's a happy man. Mitchell, Mitchell Lewis, sixty goals. So anyone listening here in the podcast, so Toby's a gun, mad fan at his Hawthorne, and the day Carl Amon was traded <laughs> from Port, it was successfully put through. He was walking around uni with a Hawthorne beanie on, yelling out in bits and pieces, <laughs> just simple words of. Carl Amon, quite loud as well. Many people looked at him like an absolute special <laughs> child, but he uh, he kind of is, so it doesn't really matter. In the 2026 grand final, when Carl Amon comes streaming down the wing after being laced out from a massive barrel down the centre by James Sicily, turns onto the left, sells the candy at Jai Simpkin, kicks it straight, and Mitch Lewis goes over five people, screamer, mark after the siren, see you later, North Melbourne. Saying? Hawthorne win the flag. See you later. 2026. It's- He's dreaming. He's just replaced yeah. West Coast yeah. Eagles and Dom Sheed with Hawthorne and Mitch Lewis. <laughs> yeah, getting a bit of deja vu with the Rock Guernseys. <laughs> Max, Max Spinello, if you listen to this, mate, Collingwood went down poorly that night and, and that will forever be one of your mere moments. And All right, so... <laughs> shout out to the boys. All right, so pretty, pretty good draft coming up. So what's at first 30 tomorrow night, Tuesday night, we'll finish it off. Um, as we've said, there's a few bolters. Us boys obviously like to stay close to home. We've seen a bit more footy around here, but that's what we've got. And I actually think Toby has one last thing to say about another close to home oh. um, player who's actually, in in my eyes, a, a very good player, but has quite simply divided the footy world in the way he goes about it. There's people that are saying he's going about it um, with great confidence, saying that, you know, he believes in himself and he backs himself. And there's people that are saying just a bit too much in the ego. So, right. Toby, what have you got? Let me just sit for my seat here for a second. Um, get comfy, mate. Get comfy. Everyone out, listening, get comfy. Script. Shout out to uh, Dylan Branford and um, Ben Davies, who I will be telling to listen to this part of the podcast. They are fellow ambassadors of this. So, um, the boys were a bit sceptical about putting in our um, – were not worst player. I wouldn't say worst player. Uh, the player of the draft that is a uh, may not might need a bit of help in the future. Um, and I've gone just getting him in the right track. He's a great player. He's a really good Levi player. Casbolt. He's a really good player if you ask himself. Anyway, oh, he's a really good player, right? He can be he's Christian. Brown, though, I've heard he can be the Christian Petrarca <laughs> level. I, I believe that he can be a Christian Petrarca level player with the way that he plays and the way he moves. But Matthias Philippou, please, please do not rock up to your first game and have less than 25 disposals and two goals. Please do not. Because I'm telling you, you will not be, you will have to turn your phone off for weeks. Not from me, not from me. I'll be steering clear. Your social media is going to blow up if you do not have 25 touches and two goals minimum in your first game. I love the confidence. I love the way you go about it. Tone it down a little bit, please. And keep going away about your footy the way you go about it. Because you play you, you play a good game of footy. But please, for your your mental well-being... That kind of a mark too. Have 30 touches and three goals in your first game and win the Rising Star nomination. Hang on, you just boosted the touches by five. Yeah, he's got it. He has to do it. Why not? Why not? I mean, let's be real. Hey, 
and we've said it, Toby. We we've seen him play some games here. And he's, he's, a good he's an player. unreal player. He's a good he's player. An unreal player. He does hit the scoreboard. He is he is a lethal person that can use it by the. He's boot. running. His running capacity is fucking unreal. ridiculous. Fucking unreal. ridiculous. He is a gun player, and but the confidence. Like the confidence. If you don't win a brown though. Where are we? But nah, he's a he's a gun player, and I, I'm actually yeah, he's one we didn't have in here, but he is one that I'm I'm keen to see. And we're talking about fantasy; he will be definitely one of my rookies, either starting on the field or sitting on the pine if he's not playing. But he'll he'll definitely be on the on the sideline um, in my top top starting side. I see him as a uh, it's either going one or two ways: Jason Horn Francis first year at North Melbourne, or Nick Dacos, or he's going. Around about Nick, a Nick Dacos kind of make some money and score some hundreds and almost nearly stay in the side. And um, chuck a captain on him. Hey, I was tempted last year to do that. And if he's going to put up some scores, which we know he's capable of, there's a captaincy that can come. But no, nah, I'm still keen on like, mate, if Billy Dowling goes to a, goes to a team, then some of the numbers I've seen him put up and his capacity, um, um he'll be in my side. I'll take a risk one week. If if I'm in a in a terrible spot, I'll take a huge risk and I might chuck a captain on a rookie. So who knows? But after last year, let's hope I don't start off with three injuries and play one down the week later. So we'll see how we go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. If you get if I was to take three fantasy rookies, I'm taking Ashcroft. Mm, that's a must. Yep. Taking, I want. I reckon I'd take Philippu. Yep, I would too. And I reckon I'd take. Um, someone on the bench, like a Harry Barnett, maybe as a ruck bench. See, I was thinking about that, and I don't mind the Sheasel. However, <clears throat> fantasy games, you want touch. Sheasel is going to be fifteen touches, two goals. He's going to be max, not much maximum impact though. Yeah, yeah. So, but fantasy wise, I think you need more. Yeah. So I'm going to say Ashcroft, Matthias, and. Oh, if I'm going one more, depends if he gets drafted. I might even say someone like a, another Brisbane sit on the bench, Jasper Fletcher. Oh, yes. So just someone who else will be around the middle of the ground, find a bit of pill and hopefully use by foot. And I think Jasper by foot's yeah. a great kick. So He's going to be enjoying his time developing in the VFL with the team they're going to have, though. Yeah, 100%. Um, he won't be there long, though. You, you, Henry said it earlier. There's some some fellas that are definitely on the edge of calling at time, so he'll he'll spend the year there, I reckon, developing as a player. Might get a, might get a debut um, in a few games here and there, many sub even. But, yeah, get a bit of a feel with the league, but I reckon he'll he'll be more of their target to set him up for the, the future when those boys move on. But that's a wrap for our draft night. We'll do – I think we're wanting to do an episode of a wrap-up as well, so – Thursday night, we're going to do one after, I think, was the plan. Yeah, well, both um, days, will, all the days will be done by then and any yep. last-minute moves will be made. So, so we can, uh, we'll can we do a yep. wrap-up of that one as well, which I'm looking forward to do. Yeah, try and get this one up tonight, I think. So Yeah, I'll be, just, I'll be grinding. Yeah, right. just in time for draft tomorrow. Awesome. Have a great night, lads. Enjoy Sweet. the draft. Boys in the draft, good luck. Um, yep. If you're selected, well done. If not, head up, keep grinding. Mature age is getting picked up these days more I'm than sure anyone it. ever has been. So head Real up, keep grinding. <laughs> I wish, mate. Still grinding. But boys, head up. If you don't, if you do, well done. Look forward to the season ahead. And 
that's it for our draft episode. Nice. Yeah, the boy. Uh,